Hello, my friends, kingdom builders and kingdom connectors, and everyone who is about the Father's business. Welcome to another edition of the Living Word Mind of Conception podcast. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast so that we can stay connected, continue to communicate, and to contribute to one another's life. So let's begin our journey right now. On uh, the different lessons, and we thank God because we come quite a distance and we want to cover some things that, if the Lord give us grace to do that. But we are actually in uh, developing your spiritual senses, volume number one, uh, lesson number 14. And so uh, we've been talking about this for a little bit, uh, learning how to develop and grow spiritually. And so as the Bible says real quickly here in Hebrews chapter number five, verse number 14, but strong meat belongs to them that are of full age. So God wants us to grow, you know, he wants us to get to a place of uh, spiritual maturity that we can handle the blessings and the power and authority that he wants to put in our life. Even those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil, right? And so that's gonna be very important tonight. So uh, point number one, if the Lord will, we're gonna try to get to these five points. We're not gonna take too much time talking about them, but uh, just wanna talk about the promise is sure to all, right? Uh, God's promises are sure to all, and he who promised is able. Uh, God made the promise, praise God, and the promise of the Father, and point number five, to you and your children. So again, even as Sister Martha was saying earlier, you know, as long as we have Jesus, we can make it through, you know, any difficulty that we may be faced even in this time. In fact, the Bible says very plainly that in the last days, perilous times will come. And folks, I don't know about you, but the way the times are right now, I believe that these are perilous times, difficult times, you know, stressful times. Uh, things are hard to deal with. Uh, but thank God, one thing that we can understand is this, is that as a believer, you Christ Jesus always causes us to triumph. Now, he never said that we would not have difficulty. He never said that we would not have tribulation. But one thing he did say that we would always overcome it. That's the good news about being a bona fide, born again, child of God, an heir of God, right? You are always more than a conqueror through him that loves you. And so no matter what you're going through, and you don't have to turn it right now, but if you're going through any kind of difficulty, any kind of time, situation, circumstances that are not comfortable, just open up the book to Romans chapter number eight and verse number 37, and it's gonna say, nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors, through him that loved us, right? No matter what you're going through, you can open it up on Tuesday. You can open it up on Friday. You can just go through a bad storm, whatever the case may be, difficult situation, get a bad report, right? But if you open that verse, Romans 8 37, it's gonna say, nay, in all these things, 
We are more than conquerors through him that loved us. And so that's, again, dealing with the promises of God. So what God has said, he makes sure that the promise is sure to all the seed. So uh, we want to encourage you to stay connected to the word of God. Stay uh, connected to God. Uh, continue to grow closer to him. Allow his word to saturate your heart. Uh, and that's what you're going to find is going to be able to have that, uh, that development and that growth within you that you and I can stand firm even when the times are perilous. Folks, because let me tell you something. Uh, we're in that time right now that the Bible talks about out of Isaiah chapter number 60 and verse number one. Now, this is not really in my lesson tonight, but if you have a moment with me, just find in your Bible Isaiah chapter number 60 and verse number one. And we're going to get to these things, uh, you know, that the Lord has given us. But how many know that I like to allow the Holy Spirit, you know, always, uh, always our ministering should always be subject to the Holy Spirit. Right. So if the Holy Spirit wants to change some things. We have to be willing to allow him to change what we have prepared. But I just want to bring this to you because this is where we're at right now. And I've come to find out that one of the things that the enemy has done to a lot of people is he, he gets people in a place where they feel like they don't have any help, like they don't have any resource. Well, folks, we all go through difficulties. And I can even say personally what God has been having me doing is working on myself, you know, it just even in the development and growth of what God wants to do in my life, right? I have to work on myself, right? But one thing I do is that if you are feeling a little bit down, then you might want to uh, examine the amount of word that you are getting in your spirit, right? The amount of uh, refreshing that you are partaking in in the presence of God. Right. Because in the presence of the Lord, there is the fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. But I want to read this to you because this is where we're, we are right now. He says in Isaiah chapter number 60, 60, verse number one and two, he says, arise and shine for thy light is come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Now, that's great. That's wonderful. But this is, look at the next verse. This is why. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth and gross darkness the people. But the Lord shall arise upon thee and his glory shall be seen upon thee. That's, that's good news. So I said before that we are in a time where in the world is going to get darker. But in the kingdom, the light of his glory is going to shine brighter and brighter. So for the believer, this is no time to get worried. But this is a time to make sure we turn ourselves 
uh, our faces to God, you know, turn our faces to God and let the light of his glory continue to shine on us, in us, and through us. Because folks, even in this, as Isaiah's prophesying right here, he said, it's the, the, there's darkness on the land and there's gross darkness upon the people. So not only are not only is it a national problem, you know, particular, particularly because we're talking about this nation, not only it is a national problem, but it's problems that people are having personally. See, it's one thing to try to blame the government for everything. You know, there's some that do that and they want to blame this system, blame that system, blame this is not right and we need to fix this and we need to fix that. You know, we need to have prayer here and do this and do that. And, I, and I'm not against that. Don't misunderstand me. But if I can't, if the kingdom of God, watch this, if it, can't, if it doesn't rule within me as an individual, why do I want the outward world around me to change when God himself don't, cannot rule me or lead me from the inside out? I, I myself am not obedient. But I want things to change around me. Okay? So I don't want to get too far off on that, but my whole point to you is this, people of God. That he says, arise and shine. Know that the darkness is here. Right? Know that the darkness, gross darkness, shall cover the earth. Notice what he said. Gross darkness shall cover the earth. And, and the dark, behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. So he's telling you that there's going to be problems everywhere. There's going to be problems in systems and there's going to be problems in individuals. But that's not a time for you and I to get fearful, to get uh, uh, undone, right? To get nervous or whatever. The case. That's our time to shine. Did y'all catch that? That's our time to really rise up and say, look, the glory of God <clears throat> is my reward, right? Uh, the presence of the Lord, I I'm walking in the light and not walking in darkness. That's what he said over in Matthew. I'm going to try to get to my lesson now. The Holy Ghost might be changing this thing. Y'all just hang in there. <laughs> That's what he said over in Matthew chapter number 13 and 13 through 16. Matthew chapter 5, he says that you are the salt of the earth. You are the light of the world. Come on, somebody. So a city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. So this is where God's been, like I said, I've been working on myself because I have to not allow these things to uh, maybe disappoint me or whatever you want to call it with just Christians in general, you know, because you are the light. God said you are the light of the world, right? So this is our time to arise and shine. For thy light has come and the glory of the Lord shall rise upon thee. So as a believer, I never have to downplay my faith in God, right? Because he's the one that gives you to be the light, right? 
in him is light and there is no darkness at all. You have been translated out of the darkness into the marvelous light of Jesus Christ. So my whole point in this is what I'm saying, what I'm trying to share with you tonight. Uh, and we kind of uh, we kind of just allowing the Holy Ghost to get us. We're going to try to get to these points that I was going to make, but we're just letting him talk right now. So you are the light of the world. So let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and do what? Glorify your father, which is in heaven. Don't do not try to ever do things just to get the approval of the world. Oh, I feel that right there. Glory to God, man. Because you are supposed to be the light of the world. Like one man said it this way, if we would learn how to be light to them, the light, and not just trying to concern ourselves to be liked by them, right? Like on Facebook, they give you the thumbs up, oh, I like this, you know, I like your picture, I like, you know, I like your comment, I like your post. Well, that's all well and good, but we shouldn't be trying to get just a thumbs up. We should be doing what we do to be the light, to be a sign and a wonder to them that do not know him. Instead of trying to get their approval, I should be, again, an example of the, of the king that saved me and the one that I serve. Glory to God. So God has done some things uh, for us. He says the glory has risen upon you. Now, how do you know the glory has risen upon you, right? Again, he said we are changed from faith to faith, from strength to strength, and from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord. We are changed into that same image by the Spirit of the Lord from glory to glory. So I got to take hold of God's promises in order to be changed and to be transformed. Hallelujah. So I'm saying to all of us tonight, you're the light of the world. Don't think for one moment that someone in darkness is going to be happy about the light. Don't think for one moment that someone that has embraced the darkness is going to be ecstatic and happy and agreeable when you bring the light of the glorious gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, folks, one thing about it is that what we have to become as believers, born again, children of God, is we got to get to a place where we are stopped, where we stop making, let me say it the right way. Wherever Jesus was, the establishment did not like him. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? The, 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 the hierarchy, the, the established system hated Jesus. The common folk, if you will, they loved him. The common people loved him. But the people that were already established that thought they were already righteous and whatever have you, they hated Jesus. So my point is, why? Because Jesus was bringing the light of the kingdom of God. Folks, do not be surprised 
and do not be amazed, even it may be some of your family members or whatever, do not be amazed or surprised when you get pushback and rebuttal because you refuse to compromise the truth of God's word for the commonality of uh, 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 maybe a family or whatever the case may be. Glory to God. Okay, so that's that. Don't don't think it not strange, right? Because in fact, and I, I, Lord, I don't know if I'm gonna get to my lesson or not tonight. I made the Holy Ghost must be taken over here. In fact, the Bible says very plainly of Jesus Himself that He came unto His own, and His own received Him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Glory to God. So, so if they rejected Jesus, come on somebody, don't be surprised if you and I are truly walking in the light. I'm not talking about being having a holier than thou mentality. I'm not talking about oh, I'm better than you. That's not, you missed the whole point. I'm just talking about saying we're going to do what we do, not based upon any kind of, you know, uh, superiority complex or I'm better than you. No, we're going to be obedient to the word of God just because it's the word of God. And don't be surprised if you are ostracized, you kind of put out, you know what I mean? People don't, they don't want to, they don't want to uh, 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 let you join in, you know, they're just kind of pushing you to the side. Don't be surprised by that because light and darkness cannot mingle. When light comes, darkness has to go. And folks, let me tell you something, right now, in the hour in which we are living in, Darkness is on the earth and gross darkness is upon the people. But thy light has come. Glory to God. And folks, the darker it gets, the brighter the glory of the light of the gospel of Christ is going to shine. I'm telling you, folks, watch this. Thank God for, 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 uh, you know, for all the things that there are, you know, you're going to hear me the right way. I'm not against all of that. I'm not against anything. But there are some things that that will begin to come on the earth. Y'all better hear this man of God tonight that there will be no medication for. And the only way you're going to get delivered, the only way you're going to get set free is by the power of the Christ himself. Glory to God. And so you and I have to learn how to tap in to that inheritance of the kingdom that God has promised to each one of us. Praise God. Did you get something out of that? Glory to God. So folks, it's the time to rise, man. It's a time to uh, uh, rise and shine, right? For your light has come, right? It's time Again, to like one man used to say years ago, my wife know what I'm talking about. He used to say, uh, rise, Sally, rise, wipe your weeping eyes. Glory to God. So again, uh, you know, it's time to rise up, right? 
Yes, I know I've been hurt. Yes, I know I've fallen down. Yes, I know I scraped my knee. Glory to God. But he says, arise and shine for your light has come. Glory to God. And so folks, the enemy is like this. And I, and I really pray that there'll be, I know many will be able to listen to the podcast all over the earth and everything else. But I'm telling you, the enemy is like this. He wants you to feel bad, feel sorry for what you're going through, make you feel like you're depressed, you're discouraged, you can't get go any further, you can't do anything. But all the time, God's saying, arise. I think since Veronica shared at the beginning, again, about, he says, stir up the gift of God that's in you. See, arise, right? Shake off the dust. Glory to God. He told Joshua, arise. My servant Moses is dead. Okay, I know Moses was a great man. I know he did great things, but he's dead now. He's passed on. His time is over. So therefore, stop your mourning. I know you love Moses. Thank God for Moses. Joshua, he was a great man. He was a great leader. But guess what? His time has passed. He has gone on. It's your time now. So I need you to arise and go over this Jordan for you shall divide this inheritance, the land for the people. So you got to arise from the the from maintaining your position of glory to God of of, of weakness and failure. Right? Yes, you've had it. Yes, you've had a difficulty. Yes, the enemy came against you. Yes, you had a hard time. But arise, glory to God. For your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Man, praise God. The Holy Ghost just, just, just took over this thing tonight. So we one thing I want to share with you, glory to God. Amen. Is, anybody, is that blessing anybody tonight? I'm telling you it's blessing me, right? Shake yourself from the dust, right? Arise, rise up. I know that, you know, you know we, we were weeping. For a moment, but as he says, that weeping may endure for a night, but there's joy that's coming in the morning. So even though I'm weeping now, I have to get in my spirit that I got to rise up. Why can I rise up? Because I'm rising up in the strength of God, the strength and the ability that God gives me to arise. You say, well, how do I know I have that strength? Well, I know I have that strength because of what God promised me. Folks, it's not about how I feel. Let me say it this way. As a believer, it's always by faith and not by how you feel, right? And faith in what? Faith in what God has promised, okay? So I'm going to read this. I want to go to the book of uh, 2 Corinthians chapter number 1. And we did this last week, but I'm just I'm not going to get through all of these lessons tonight. I'm going to come back on it again next week. But we talked about all the promises of God are yes, and in him, amen, to the glory of God. Speaking of Christ Jesus, the promises of God are yes, or yea, and amen. When in Christ, when God promised you and I something in Christ. The promise is yes and amen to the glory of God, right? So, so God, when God promises you and I something, he puts his very character 
in the promise. I'm going to try to cover a little bit of this tonight because this is important for life, man. You and I are never without help. We are never without strength. We are never without resources. We are never just stuck. And when the people of God begin to grab a hold of this, it's going to change a lot of things. Folks, you and I have to get out of this whole thing of where, I don't want to get too much into that, but notice what Jesus said. He said, behold, I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning, right? Then he said, behold, I give unto you power and authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Now, he didn't say you didn't have to battle. He didn't say you weren't going to have to fight. But he did say that nothing can hurt you. Do you see the difference? Because uh, we think because we're in a fight, oh, something's wrong. No, no, no. You're going to have to fight. But you fight from a position of victory. You war and fight from a position of strength. And from a position of knowing that the battle is the victory is already won. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Praise God. All right. Woo! Can y'all give him a praise right there tonight? Glory to God. It's time. Give him a praise right there. Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 Wow. Hallelujah. So I want to read this to you. And as I was looking at this, because I said something, and I want to make sure that I try to make myself as clear as I can. I said, when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, it is the guarantee of your inheritance. It's the earnest, as King James says, of your inheritance. So if you've been born again and Holy Spirit filled, then you know that is a guaranteed down payment from God that every other promise that you will believe will come to pass in your life when you patiently endure just by obedience through faith and patience, you will inherit the promise because you don't have to convince God or twist God's arm to do it for you. Do you understand what I'm trying to communicate? Some people come to God God like they're twisting God's arm. I'm, I'm going to use my faith to twist God's arm to make sure he does this for me. If he promised it to you, you don't have to twist his arm. You just have to, by faith and patience, inherit the promise. All right. So, uh, so first Corinthians, sorry, sorry, second Corinthians, chapter number uh, one, and verse number twenty-two. And I'm going to read this out of the Amplified Bible because I want you to get what I was saying about the Holy Spirit, right? He has also appropriated and acknowledged us as his by putting his seal upon us and giving us his Holy Spirit in our hearts. Now watch this. His Holy Spirit in our hearts as the security deposit and guarantee <laughs> of the fulfillment of his promise. Let me read that one more time. He has given us his Holy Spirit in our hearts as the security deposit and guarantee 
glory to God, of the fulfillment of his promise. So that is the key for you as a believer to know that if you are born of his spirit, that if he did that one, then every other promise is he, that Holy Spirit in you is a security deposit. It is a down payment. It is the earnest of your inheritance. And so you can be confident just in the fact, you might be going through a difficulty, but just the fact that you're born again. Excuse me. Just the fact that you are spirit filled is a testimony that God said, that's all right. It may be a little time. You may have to have a little patience. You have to, may have to exercise some faith. You may have to endure some things, but it's all right because I've already given you a security deposit. I've already given you a down payment of your inheritance, of your, whatever I promised you. I've already given you a deposit to let you know that I'm going to do it. So we got to receive it through faith and patience. All right, well, that might not be enough for you. Let me go over to the book of Ephesians now, real quickly, real quick here. Glory to God, the book of Ephesians. Praise God. Watch this here. The book of Ephesians, chapter number one. And we're going to look at that as well in the Amplified. The book of Ephesians, chapter number one. Uh, let's go over there. Praise God. Glory to God forever. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Are you with me? The book of Ephesians, chapter number one, and verse number 13 and 14. Same, same, same out of the Amplified Bible, because I want to I want to bring it out. And, and you gotta you sometimes you gotta meditate on these things. Sometimes you gotta just read it and get it down in your spirit, right? to where your heart is in agreement with it. Your light has come. Jesus said, I am the light of the world, right? And if you walk in the light, if you, you'll never walk in darkness, okay? So we don't have to, we don't have to be afraid of the darkness. Why? Because we're walking in the light. So watch what he says here in the book of Ephesians. Chapter number one and verse number 13, Amplified Bible. Are you with me? In him, you also <clears throat> who have heard the word of truth, the glad tidings, the gospel of your salvation and have believed and believed in, excuse me, and adhered to and relied on him were stamped with the seal of the long-promised Holy Spirit. Verse 14, the Spirit is the guarantee of our inheritance. See, I don't know about you people, but I love these words like security deposit. <clears throat> I love this word like the guarantee, like the down payment. Let's keep on reading, okay? Uh, verse 14, the Spirit is the guarantee of our inheritance. Now, you don't have to answer, but I just want you to think. Are you Holy Spirit filled? Have you received that promise from the Father? Have you been born again? So the Holy Spirit is the guarantee of our inheritance. 
the first fruits, the pledge, and foretaste, the down payment on our heritage in anticipation of his full redemption and our acquiring complete possession of it to the praise of his glory. What am I saying? Everything God promised you, God wants you to have. Everything, everything that he put in his word as a promise, he's trying to perfect our patience, our faith, our endurance, our belief, so that whatever he promised, he can deliver unto us. But without your faith, and without your patience, which will produce endurance, God cannot deliver what he promised to you. But the promise will never be rescinded. So if he promised you something, he's trying to get you and I to the place where our faith, patience, and endurance can actually receive it. So you don't have to, you don't have to, oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Watch where your faith is at. You don't have to like coerce, you know, you don't have to coerce God to bless you. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm just getting happy. The Holy Ghost is speaking here. You don't have to coerce God to bless you. You, you, know, what I mean? you know what I mean by that? You don't have to scheme, scam, manipulate, do all this kind of stuff. You don't have to do any of that. If you've got a promise, just hold on to the promise. Are we, are we okay here? So, so arise and shine, for your light has come. The glory of the Lord has risen upon you, right? Step out in God and with God, trusting that he's with you, that he said he won't leave you, he won't forsake you, he will be with you always, even until the end of the age, didn't he say that? So let me get one more because that's all we can, we're going to have time for tonight. Let me get one more and we'll just come back to this lesson again because it's still, it's still good. Go with me quickly to the book of Hebrews chapter number six. This is going to help somebody tonight. The book of Hebrews chapter number six. And let me show you something about God making promises. Man, the more I get into this and the more I meditate on this and think about this, I say, God, I thank you for what you're teaching me because you have to patiently endure so you can inherit the promise. Well, part of that patience is where you will be, uh, that you, the trying of your faith work is patience so you may be perfect and in, in lacking nothing, right? That's right. So he, he wants you to get to the point of where you don't want anything. You are totally resting on what he promised. You're totally depending on what he said. Glory to God. Hebrews chapter number six and verse number 11. I'm just, just King James. <clears throat> and I'm going to read this and we're going to be done. 11 through, through uh, 18. And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope until the end. Watch it now. That you be not slothful. 
And, how do, and therein lies the problem with many Christians. Spiritual laziness, won't read, won't pray, won't meditate, won't study, won't search it for themselves, right? Won't, won't, won't meditate on the word day and night, right? Like he says in Psalms 1, right? Keep the word before their eyes and in their ears and in their heart. That you be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Mm. For when God made promise to Abraham, glory to God, this is, this, I love this. <laughs> you say, well, that's Abraham, but listen, if you be Christ, if you belong to Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Whatever he promised Abraham, if you belong to Christ, he promised it to you. So when God made a promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater, he swore by himself, saying, surely blessing, I will bless thee, and multiplying, I will multiply thee. And so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. For men verily swear by the greater, and an oath for confirmation is to them an end of all strife. Now, watch verse 17. Wherein God willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel confirmed it by an oath that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before. Now that, what is all of that saying? Glory to God. Let me, let me read just one verse to you out of, a, out of the CEV translation, just so we can get a, 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 maybe a little bit more clarity on this verse number 17 right? Where God willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise, right? Who are, who is the heir of promise? You and I. Because in the book of Galatians, he tells us if we belong to Christ, we are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So, okay. Amen. Praise God. So accordingly, God also in his desire to show more convincingly and beyond doubt to those who were to inherit the promise, the unchangeableness of his purpose and plan intervened, mediated with an oath. In other words, God took a vow by himself. And, you know, people get married, they take vows, and they say to a death, it was part, you know, whatever have you, and whatever. We'll just leave that where it is. But when God takes a vow, he don't break it. So, folks, all I'm saying to you is this. Or it's, we can arise and shine. Come on, let's, let's rise up in this hour and in this generation and let the world know that if you're looking for someone, if you're looking for the truth, and if you're looking for freedom, and if you're looking for favor, and if you're looking for blessing, and if you're looking for the promises of God, and the greatest promise, and I'm not going to get there tonight, is the promise of the Father 
that Jesus spoke of that he also talked about in the book of Acts and the book of John and the book of Luke. He said, behold, I send the promise of my father upon you. See, I love that. It's, it's, it's the guarantee. It's the security deposit. Glory to God. It's the down payment. It's the, it's the, it's the guarantee to you and I, hallelujah, that God is going to do everything that he spoke. And he did, and, 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 and glory to God, everything that he promised, he said, listen, I, I promise this stuff to you and it's so powerful and so amazing and almost hard to believe, but this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the breath of my spirit, the wind of my spirit, and I'm going to breathe it into you so that you will know that everything else I ever promised you in my word, that I will bring it to pass when you believe it with faith and patience and you endure in obedience, I will do it by myself. Glory to God. Woo! Man, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory to God. So if you are Holy Spirit filled, shake it, you have a security deposit that whatever promise now, that you can't just make up stuff, but whatever promise you have gotten, you have whatever promise you have received a revelation of in God's word, and it's a promise of God, and your eyes have been revealed to it, you see it in the word of God, you know God said that, when, when you believe it and endure in obedience, God has given you a guarantee that surely I'm going to bless you, right? He said, Abraham, I can't swear by anybody greater than myself because I'm God. So I have to swear by myself that blessing, I'm going to bless you. <laughs> and multiplying, I'm going to multiply you. All right, let's, 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 talk, let's stop talking about that. I swear by myself that I am Jehovah Rapha, the God that heals you. Glory to God. So I'm going to heal you. Glory to God. God, I swear by myself that I'm Jehovah Jireh. I am your provider. I am the bread provider for all humanity. So I'm going to meet your needs according to my riches and glory. Glory to God. I swear by myself that I am the good shepherd. Glory to God. And the good shepherd will lay down his life for the sheep. So you will know that you always have protection. Glory to God. I will guide you and protect you at all times. And I'm not doing it based upon you twisting my arm. I'm, I'm doing it because I made a promise. Glory to God. All right. We're going to we're gonna have to stop with this tonight. Folks, that's the God that we serve. And don't allow yourself or anybody else, whether they call themselves a Christian or whatever, praise God, don't allow them to pull you down to a place where you are doubting the glory and the goodness of God. You know the promises, right? You take the time. I know there's folks saying all kinds of stuff. Even some folks call themselves Christians. They're saying all kinds of stuff. They got all kinds of philosophies and everything else. And that's all. Let God bless them. 
But my point is when God promises something, you can you can take it to the bank. You know what I mean? You know what I mean by that? You you can cash it in. If God promised this, you can know beyond a shadow of a doubt that God is going to do it. But here's the last thing. As an individual person, I got to get a revelation of it. Is this something God promised me? Right? And he is it something he promised me not based upon my goodness or my worthiness, but he promised it because of the for the glory of the praise of his own will. Right? Because of him extending his goodness towards me. Not because I earned it or deserved it. But because I believed how good he is. So people of God, I'm telling you, as, as he says over in Isaiah chapter number 60 and verse number one and two, arise and shine. Glory to God, for thy light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. Why? Because darkness is gonna cover the earth. Folks, and if you haven't noticed that by now, that we are living in those times right now, and gross darkness is going to be on the people. Just talk to some people. Talk to some people today that they have no idea what's happening. They have no idea what's going on. But folks, you know the way. If you know Jesus, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one can come to the Father but by him. So I want to encourage you tonight. Uh, don't don't be afraid uh, to stand strong. Don't be afraid to stand bold and don't be afraid to believe and know what you know. Right. Folks, don't think that everybody's going to love you. Don't think that everybody's going to agree with you. Folks, I'm telling you, I could tell you story after story of different people that call me about different stuff and whatever have you. And I give them the word of God. And, you know, but then, you know, that's fine. But it's up to you. You have, If you want deliverance, you got to do what the word says. You know, you can't expect God to do what you're asking him to do. And you're not obeying the promises. You're not, obeying, you're not patiently enduring by faith. And part of that is just being obedient to what he said. Right. If he said to do it, then just do it. Don't don't make any excuses for it. If God said the time, don't don't. I'm just using that as an example because that, that, that's one that many people struggle with. If God said to do it, just do it. Don't argue with the man. You know, you know I cannot say if I can say, it. don't argue with him. Just do it. Come on, somebody. Just, just be obedient. And then watch the power of God manifest on your behalf, right? If God told us to be a good steward, then I can't be frivolous and wasteful and then just ask God to bless me on top of my waist. He's not going to do it, right? I can't abuse my body continually, right? And, and, and I mean, just abuse it continually over and over and over and over and over again. And then be like, God, why am I sick? Well, because I didn't, I wasn't a good steward over what he gave me. But even in that, let me, I don't want, I don't want to bring the room down, but even in that, God can still give you mercy. You understand what I'm saying? But my whole point is he's trying to teach us to walk by faith and patience, to endure and receive the promises, right? To be obedient to what he says. And that's all. Folks, if you and I obey him, then he will make up the difference. Amen. And I know that there are many that are struggling with this right now, but folks, don't let the enemy deceive you.
it's time again to uh, uh to, to stir up like sister veronica shared earlier stir up the gift of god that's in you right the promises unto you and to your children and to as, uh, as many as afar off as many as the lord our god shall call and I, i'll get there next week that's what he said in acts chapter 2 he said men and brother what shall we do and those those preachers said repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of jesus christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and unto your children and to as many as are far off, as many as the Lord our God shall call. And in that same chapter, uh, chapter one of Acts, that Jesus said, that's the promise of the Father. He said, behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you. Glory to God. And that promise is the guarantee. It's the security deposit. <laughs> It's the down payment, man. Praise God of everything God promised you that you would inherit. If you're a, if you are Holy Spirit filled, folks, you don't ever have to doubt one moment that God won't fulfill any of his promises. Glory to God, because he's given you a deposit. He's put down the earnest money on his promises. Everything that he said in his word, when you believe it and endure it. In other words, when you obey by faith and believe it then he's going to do it. God will make it happen for you. Amen. Well, listen, God bless you. Amen. We thank God for each and uh, every one of you tonight. Well, praise the Lord. We hope you have enjoyed the podcast today. We encourage you to stay connected by subscribing to this podcast, as well as our weekly newsletter at www dot living word corsicana.org also we invite you to join our national video call on the zoom app our personal room number is 931-432-8488 and the passcode is the number two listen god bless you have a supernatural day and we hope to contribute and communicate with you soon mm -hmm.